Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hey everybody, Michael Brody here, and welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. And today we talk about the secrets to building a seven-figure business in 12 months by using leverage. So for all my new listeners, this is just a quick shout-out. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The podcast is produced daily, Monday to Friday, and all of our podcasts with videos and other goodies such as blogs can be found at www.michaelbrody.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at the Virtual Boss. All links are in the show notes. Now let's do what we do best and let's get into today's show. And this one is a fasten your seatbelts type of podcast because I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be ripping right into this one. Do you want more money? Do you want to create a bigger, more profitable business? If you don't, then I'll see you on the next episode, as this one is about drilling down to how to build a profitable seven-figure business within 12 months. First of all, let's get into the myths, or the excuses, or the excusitis, I think. I heard it in a book once, excusitis, and it really stuck with me. These are the excuses people use that are, in fact, the root of why they're not where they want to be. This is like, you know, it's kind of like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Lack of money. Okay. I'm not going to give you any bull here. Everything is easier with a big pot of cash. Of course it is. Give me a million dollars. I'll turn it into ten very easily. Not hard. However, it's not an excuse I wheeled and dealed and hustled as a kid, and I told you this on the first show, every podcast I do is based on my experiences, based on the experiences of events I know, or based on the experiences of, of, of people I know or things I know. I wheeled and dealed and hustled as a kid to make money. I left school at age 16, as you know, and my granddad, when I was 16, so I said, I don't want to go to college Everybody at the time, they thought maybe I'd do accountancy or, or, or law or something. I said, I don't want to do college. I don't want to do university. So my granddad gave me a couple of thousand, two, two, two thousand pounds, like three thousand dollars. You know, not a lot of, not a great deal of money, not a lot of money. As some extra starting cash. As I told him, I wanted to go into business instead of the, you know, the educational path. Within 12 months of leaving high school, so 16, I left. Within 12 months, 17 years old, I featured in the newspaper and I launched the toy, the Gizmo retail store. Not even the legal age to sign a contract and I just scribbled my name on I didn't even know what a signature was. I, well, you know, <laughs> I just scribbled my name down. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> and I had used the previous 12 months, age 16, to accumulate, it wasn't a great deal of money at the time, it was like 20 or 25,000 pounds worth like $35,000. Not bad for 17, but, you know, not a great deal. And I used leverage on suppliers, and I did what I had to do to finance the initial stock. So what I'm saying is I used leverage 
the money wasn't an issue. I, I found ways to get it. Age 20, as you know, I had a chain of shops. I owned nightclubs. I had a cabaret bar, a rock bar, a very famous rock bar in Newcastle, actually, and an import business. So no, that didn't hold me back, the lack of money. So don't let that hold you back. There's always ways to get the money or there's ways to use leverage to, to instead of having the money, you can use, you know, maybe it's expertise or it's suppliers or whatever it is. Other myths. Hard work alone is the recipe for making big bucks. And I was told this a lot as a kid, you know, work hard, work hard, work hard. And I agree, okay, working hard is, is good, it's a good thing. It's It can be, um, you know, it can help you really you know, make a lot of money, but it's not the sole ingredient. There's a lot of hard work in people, for example, who um, work, you know, bin men or, or working, you know, recycling trash. Um, that's hard work, hard manual work. So don't get me wrong. Being lazy is not going to get you anywhere. However, you need to work smart and you need to always focus on adding value. Always look to add value. The next myth and this one is, this one, in, in this 2017, and this is just perpetuated by so many people, it's kind of cycled around. You need a mentor. You think I'm going to tell you no, and you think, no, I'm not going to say that. Getting wisdom and advice and picking the brains of people who've been where you want to go is super important. They've been there, they've got the t-shirt, they've got the stamp to show it. Great. However... This is where the problem with the whole mentorship comes into it. Lots of kids, lots of young people, lots of lots of older people as well, have, have read a lot of books. So we are always told personal development. It's a huge industry, and they all talk about this whole mentorship thing. Okay, so it, mentorship is good, but a mentor should not charge you fees. It should be someone who cares, who takes you under the wing, somebody who cares, or somebody who um, you could learn from someone indirectly by observing. But you've got to be careful because people play on this whole mentorship thing and they sell you these expensive courses, you know, um, and you've really got to be careful about it because if not, you're going you're gonna to get the wrong mentorship and in fact, you're actually just paying for somebody else's living. Next myth, you need a college university degree. No, you don't. I'm not even, I'm not even going to comment on this. I mean, just, you know, look at Richard Branson, Alan Sugar or... Um, whether you like them or you don't like them, Sir Philip Green. A lot of people don't have a college degree who are very, very successful. It was easier back then. How many times have we heard it? This is just bullshit. People use this to justify why they're not where they want to be now. Don't be one of the people who use this phrase. Well, you know, 20 years ago was easy. You could have done it then, but you know, now you can't. Absolute nonsense. Okay, so that's just some points covered. Now, what what can you do? The, the big question is, okay, Michael, great. Well, what can you do to make seven figures in the next 12 months? One word. Obscurity. Obscurity is your biggest challenge in business. I assume what you do if you're in business now is valuable. Your product, your service, I'm sure, I'm confident that what you do, you believe it, adds value to the client's life. Am I right? What you do right now, does it help people? Does it help people make money? Does it help solve a problem? Unless you're Bernie Madoff, I guess, then maybe you don't solve a problem. 
just your own financial problem for 40 years, I guess. Um, so your problem, ultimately, is lack of sales, lack of exposure, lack of opportunity to speak to the right people. Would you agree with me when I say if more people who were qualified buyers knew about what you do, you'd make a heck of a lot more money? Would you agree with me when I say that? Okay, well, easy. Thanks for stating the obvious, Michael. You're a real help today. <laughs> Thank you. I've just wasted 10 minutes for you to tell me I need more sales. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about how you can get out of obscurity and into the arena of opportunity, the place where the gladiators go to make more money. Okay, you need more exposure. You need more marketing. You need more interaction with customers. You need to speak to more people. You need to increase your value. You need more time, and you need to figure a way to multiply your effectiveness. Would you agree with those statements that if you could multiply your effectiveness, you get more time, let's say you had a 40-hour day instead of 24, you could increase your value, you could speak to more people, and you could, you could get more exposure, that you'd make a hell of a lot more money. How? Okay, let me just tell you a quick story. I've suffered from what you're suffering from. I know how it feels. Briefly, after coming out of the retail game, after getting out of the retail business, and before being this non-location dependent virtual boss that I am today, I wanted to add more value, and despite working, you know, I worked the crazy hours, the 15, 16 hour days, I still did not seem to have enough time to get things done. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like something that, you know, you've experienced and you've just banged your head against the wall? If it is, I'm going to show you what I did. Maybe it'll apply to you. Okay, here's what I did. Get a pen and paper out. If you're not driving, obviously if you're driving, maybe don't get the pen and paper out. <laughs> Otherwise, you definitely won't be here for the next episode. Um, but if you're not, get a pen and paper out and do bullet points, okay? Write down every task your business in your business that you do right now. I want you to separate them into categories for example, marketing, general marketing, social media, face-to-face, -face, customer time, paperwork, etc., etc., etc. I want you to be honest and really brutal here. You've, this is about self-analysis. You've got to really be brutal with yourself. Uh, don't give yourself credit where it's not due. How much time did you spend or do you spend in each area, each task? And what result did you get from it? What result did you get from the time spent in that task? What area can you not replace yourself in? What is essential that you do? Perhaps for a lot of people, it might be meeting customers, meeting clients face-to-face. -face. So circle that and keep it separated from the other tasks, okay? Next, write down which areas can increase your exposure and get you out of obscurity and in front of more customers, more paying customers, more people who want to hear your story, who you can help. Think of things you could do that you don't already. For example, perhaps a daily blog, a weekly blog, email marketing, connecting and adding more value to people on LinkedIn, telephone calls, the dreaded phone most of us hate. It could be any of those. 
You know what, you know, you know your business better than I do. So just think about that, okay? Now, here's how you multiply your value. It's how I did it. It's how thousands of entrepreneurs also do it. Go to www.virtualstaff.ph, post a job, hire a virtual assistant or virtual employee in the Philippines. They'll have a bachelor degree or above, some even master degrees, with experience, working solely for your business for 160 hours a month, and their salaries are like 400, 450, 500, 550 a month. Remember, as I always tell you in the shows, on my website, themichaelbrody.net, I always said English is the joint official language of the Philippines, so the quality of English is high. Why? Why do people do it? Well, many people hire virtual assistants so they can work less. A lot of people do. The whole, you know, work less, work 20-hour weeks instead of 40. They outsource tasks. They outsource tasks, should I say, that they don't want to do. And that's great. That's great. I've, you know, I've worked with a lot of people who do this. I, I talked to a lot of people who do this, certainly through virtualstaff.ph. And it's great. However... When I want, and I do this, by the way, if I want to take time out, I sometimes go on a cruise or I want to go, you know, a different place. I spend a lot of time in the Philippines, but I also some you go to the Caribbean and different places. And if I want to go just blow off for a week or two, I do it because I've got every area covered. All my team are virtual and home-based in the Philippines. They do the core tasks of the business. I, I just come in to have fun, add value, do things like the show, um, blog. I uh, do videos as well, which I enjoy doing. I do a deal now and then because I like doing deals. However, when I want to step on the gas, I do it. I use the virtual team so I can step on the, you know, step on the gas and really flaw it. I have programmers. I have an editor. I have a graphics guy. I have even have a couple of customer care agents who help me with other business interests that I still have back in the United Kingdom. Not saying you need all those, but what I'm saying is multiply your value. If you need a sales guy, if you need a virtual assistant, use it, use it, use it. This is leverage. Use leverage. Learn to multiply your value. I'm talking about running with it. Get out of obscurity. And if, guys, here's the thing. If, this is a guy told me once, okay? He said if four or $500 is the make or break of the business a month, then you really should not be thinking about getting to seven figures. You should be thinking about finding a job that's going to actually pay you a salary. And on that thought-provoking note, that's the end of today's show. Thanks for listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. It comes out almost daily. Questions, email me at michael at michaelbrody.net or you can always tweet me at the virtual boss. I'm a new Twitter guy, believe it or not. Until next time, take care and have a great day. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.